welcome to church and other drugs. <laughs> well, so I got this new computer, and uh, which is great. I love the new computer. Um, if you're but, just if you're just tuning in, Jay can't get his mic to work, so he's using the onboard mic. Yeah. So I I bought a MacBook Pro, um, and I needed to get off Office Windows. Right. The whole suite, right? the Windows Office suite, right? Needed the whole fucking thing. And so um, I went through Microsoft.com. It's like, it's not a big deal. It's not like crazy expensive or anything. So I bought the thing and then I went to download it and my internet was just shit, dude. It it wouldn't down, it physically wouldn't download at my house. Oh, that's annoying, so, dude. So I went to start, I was like, fuck this, dude. I'm going to Starbucks. And so I went to Starbucks and I couldn't get the login screen for the Wi-Fi at Starbucks to open for the fucking life of me. Have you, has that ever happened to you? Well, quick. And it wouldn't let me on. Yeah. Cause you gotta like, yeah, you have to go through this, these hoops quick. And that just reminded me, me and Kaylee, when we were living in that apartment with no power or internet, we would just go to Starbucks with my laptop and I would download a bunch of movies and then go back to my house and like watch. That's how we watch. That's, kind of, that's kind of brilliant. Actually. Yeah, I was very, you know, but we did, dude, but on their Wi-Fi, I'm talking, we'd just sit there not ordering anything for fucking like three and a half hours just waiting for <laughs> shit to download because we downloaded, that was when we uh, started watching Game of Thrones. That's they're so used to that though. Like those, oh, I'm they, sure. they care. Like they the, care. the the dudes that bring typewriters in there and shit. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, it wouldn't let me on the internet at Starbucks okay. either. And then, so I went to a different Starbucks. Same fucking thing, right? And so I just quit. I just quit. I quit. And then I got home and. Uh, and I got this text message about something that I'll, I wanted to kind of on a separate tangent um, that I do want to talk about. Um, but uh, now I'm having fucking more computer problems. Oh, and I lost a piece of business today. So there's that. Yeah, it, was a t- it wasn't a great day, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone knows. Yeah, we already said you got laid off. So, um, yeah. Patreon.com backslash. It's, it's, it's now become a, a, a source of income to, for Jay, John. I, I need to blow this up like on the ASAP. So yeah. we need to uh, we need to get real popular real quick. Yeah. So while we're here, before I move on to like a funny story, I think it's fun. Well, it's awkward. It's awkward as fuck. Before I get to that story, um, dude. So I was texting you, Jed, so you know the story, but Congregation, uh, my first sponsor from 2009 um, relapsed when I was about a year sober, and he's been in and out ever since, meaning drinking and not drinking and drinking and not drinking. Um, and uh, For about and he, eight years. For a long, yeah, so for eight years. And um, his wife died exactly a year ago. Um, and he died on Sunday from really from alcoholism. Like he just drank himself to death. How old was he? 58. Holy shit. Yeah. That's younger. That's yeah. He's young guy. 
Yeah. And he wasn't old. He wasn't old. Holy crap. That's like yeah. my parents' age. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, me too. man. He actually God, has a you got to drink a lot to do that. Fuck yeah. He has a son our age that I sponsored for a period of time. Um, so that was tough. And the text message that I got in the middle of all of that technology bullshit was uh, somebody asking me to speak at his funeral tomorrow. Oh, Lord. So it's uh, it's been weird, dude, and fucking a hard day, you know? Um, so that's a weird thing to happen. To bury your first sponsor and to speak at his funeral is heavy. It is heavy. Mm-hmm. Well... I'm gonna go kill myself now. <laughs> Welcome to church, another day. Yeah, jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right, so should I balance it out with a? Should I balance it out with a different story? Are we ready? Yeah. Oh, I well, let me tell my first one. All right, go ahead. Uh, it's probably the greatest. This one of the single greatest practical jokes that I've ever, <laughs> I've ever, because it took so much planning. Really? Because we've done some. Fucking we pieces. have. That's what I'm saying. This is fucking good, though. So. It's like Jim Halpert good. This kid, I'm I don't worship at the altar of the office like like you and everyone else. Listen, Jim Halpert, you wish I wish to be Jim Halpert anyway. Um, uh so this kid was leaving. Um So a, so a patient. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. A client. A client. Oh, you don't call him patients? No. That's outdated language. Um <laughs> whatever anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they keep it's so funny they keep yeah anyway um so this kid was leaving and he i guess the only way i can figure is he got his mom to send him a box of uh thank you cards like like you would send out for wedding okay you know they're real nice cards i said thank you <laughs> and, like his name on them and stuff yeah so that's he awesome. had a stack of them, and the day he left, he just he he had everybody's name written out, and he was handing them out, handing them out, and uh, so you open you 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 know it was in a sealed envelope, it's got your name on it. You open it, and it's like beautiful, thank you, and you're like, wow, this is really sweet. And you open it, and it says, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> on every single one, handwritten. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it, that kid is my that idol. That kid is legendary, dude. That's fucking incredible. I'm talking about he handed them out to like everybody. <laughs> With their names on Yeah. Them. I mean, dude, I was just... Oh, bravo, dude. So that shit that still guy. makes me laugh. I'll just open it. Go fuck. And it's, in, it's like he has really shitty handwriting, so it's like a child... It's, it's just like <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my That's gosh! So great. Did it you is. frame it? I'd frame that no. and put it in, in in my office. I would frame I it would like one hundred. Um, so my friend, uh, who who is my wife's sponsor, right? So like she's family, right? Calls the other day and um. And I'm laid off, so whatever. She calls and says, hey, can somebody, can you guys help me? I need um, my daughter who's a sophomore in high school needs a ride. Can somebody go pick her up early from school? And my wife was all, shit, I can't do it. Can you do it? And I was like, uh, I guess. And so here I am, right, a 31-year-old man 
just clean shaven, right? So I don't look like distinguished in any way. And I roll up in my Kia Optima with tinted windows to a fucking security gate at this high school. Well, and, and there's a guy that comes out who's our age, my age. He's like, "Oh, hey, hey, what's up, man? What you, what uh, what, what are you doing?" and so this is the first time that i've been back to my high school since i graduated so that's weird um and i'm like uh um i'm here to pick up uh i'm here to pick up my friend's daughter i'm here to pick up my friend's daughter (laughs) (laughs) he's all does your friend know about this yeah, and he's like, is your is her name on the is your name on the thing or whatever? I was like, I think so. I, yeah, I think so. So anyway, he waved me through, but um, I swear to you, dude, I felt more comfortable like getting laid off than I did going to pick up that girl from I that. High so awkward. Did any bro. did 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 some football players call you a nerd? Did anything else dramatic <laughs> happen? No, I owned that high school. <clears throat> Yeah, that's funny, dude. I mean, like I'm I'm tatted, right? Like my tattoos are showing, and oh god, it was just bad. <laughs> yeah. What you doing here, bud? Cruising for chicks? Yeah, so bad, dude. Um. So bad. Oh dang. Well, all right. We'll um we'll finish this up at the end. But now, here you go, Scott. It's the exciting conclusion. Without further ado. Without further ado, the exciting conclusion. Everybody thought. It was fun. I guess I didn't specify, but everybody thought that it was going to be like another three months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm not that cruel. So here's the conclusion to Dirty Mike, part four, part one. The knife fight. This is part two of the knife fight, just to be clear. Whatever. They know what they know. They know. look up a little bit and the biggest motherfucker that was in the car i mean he wasn't big as uh the boys that was doing their little you know uh throw down that was about to go down by the fire but this boy was pretty big now uh he's he's coming towards me and um all i had was just that handle of that knife as a fist pack i guess 
I mean, and I fucking reach back. I mean, just, ah, and I fucking uppercut, just swing it, just, deep. I'm talking, look, and when I made contact, I hit that dude in the teeth, and I felt, I felt teeth, I felt resistance, and then I felt the give. And like a like I'm telling you, some shit was rearranged right there, and instantly this hands just whoop, fell off me, and that dude came towards me, the big one, the biggest one, and um, I ran towards him, and I I hit him with that fucking back of that knife, you know, I just caught him like kind of more like in the shoulder. I mean, he was kind of big, but anyways, I smoked the shit out of him, you know, but like that fucking knife handle flew out my hand and he stumbled backwards and I was like I'm the fuck out of here mm-hmm. I turned and I fucking bolted I mean just started hauling ass I mean just I, I and you know I hadn't I, I like kicked it in a little bit higher gear when I got just a little bit away from the truck and when I did I kind of stepped out of my shoe and I stopped I, 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 I reached back and I Grabbed the he- inside of the heel and I pulled it back up on my foot. And as I did, I looked back and they were just the dude, the big dude. He wasn't coming after me. He was just checking to see what I had did uh, to his boys back there. But I mean, I didn't, you know, wait around to see, you know, too. I didn't give a fuck. I'm a fuck out. So I haul ass down this trail and I'm running and I'm running and uh, I get a little ways away. And when I get a little bit further from where this had all gone down. The, the, the woods were like a little bit more open on the side of this path and I just ran off in it, you know, and I, I, I get off just, just behind the, the trees, uh, kind of more into the woods and I, I'm just running along. This is a little bit more of a sort of an open bit of an area. I mean, but there's mm-hmm. still like, uh, you know, shit I'm running all into and everything and I'm just running and I'm running and, um, I fucking, I'm running along and I feel this resistance and I feel something, you know, and I, and I come and, uh, it just, I, it's like I had, I had hit this fucking, just this huge vine with these thorns in it that were probably like an inch and a half to, I don't know. I mean, I had, a, yeah, and I, it, I know some, some thick. And I mean, it stuck in me and that motherfucker gave, it gave me, I must have ran another 15, 20 feet with that motherfucker on me, you know, when I hit it. And when I, when that, when I reached the end of that stretch, it threw me back where I had hit it about from the get go. And I mean, it just fucking just laid me out on the ground, you know, and normally uh, I'm sure it would have knocked the wind out of me. I probably would have taken a little time to recuperate. But being that I have this massive dose of adrenaline going, I just get up and I just keep running. And then, so I, I get to a point and I stop and I hunker down and I'm just watching and I'm watching, I'm listening and I don't hear nothing, I don't see nothing. And then I, I'm, I start running again and I stop and I kneel, I like squat down, I'm hiding and shit and I look back out on the trail and I, I see some headlights coming and I look and no shit. It's these motherfuckers with the spotlight, right? Oh shit. Coming to get me. And um, I'm like, oh fuck. And I'm like, now wait a minute. 
I know at least a couple of those motherfuckers need to go to the hospital back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, you know. Anyway, so I watch them and, and, and I, I just hide there for a little bit and they drive up and they drive down and they drive one more time by and then again. And then I, I waited and I, I didn't see them again for a little bit. And then I got up and I started running. And then I, I, I went deeper into the woods and I found, I got to this spot where there was this huge, just thicket, just real thick um, shit, you know? And um, I'm like, fuck it, you know? I'm going to crawl in there and hide, you know what I'm saying? And try to figure out what I'm going to do, you know? Because uh, anyway, so I, I crawl down inside of this thing, you know what I mean? And like, you know, any other day I'd have been like, whoa, what kind of spiders or like ticks <laughs> am I going to get? What kind of snakes going to bite me in there? But I mean, I just got down in it, you know, just snug, snuggled down in there. And I, I'm laying there and I'm thinking, okay. Do I try to make it out of here under the cover of darkness or or do I wait for some daylight to come and then, you know, when I can see my way out better and know where I'm at and get the fuck out of here. And I'm thinking about, you know, this and I'm just, I'm, and in the background I'm hearing like chopper sounds and shit and I'm I'm like in my head I'm building this whole story up I'm like these motherfuckers done went down somewhere they went to the hospital some shit's going down so they asked them you know what the fuck happened they'd spin them some fucked up ass yarn about I did something I you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like telling them their side of the story and the police are coming for me you know what I mean and I'm just laying there thinking all this different kind of shit or like what if that one dude you know dies or Oh, what if the other dude dies or, you know, just, just all this different stuff, you know? And, um, I laid there for a while and then I was just like, I need to get the fuck out of here under the cover of darkness. So I get up and I'm running and I'm running and going and I get back to the trail and I'm just running and I'm running and I, and I come to another fork and I didn't know which way to go. So I just picked away and went and I'm running and I'm running and I'm running and I come to another fork and I don't know which way to go. So I just went one way and I'm running and then I come and I, I see like there's this, it opens up more off to the side of me. And, um, you know, I can see like there's some, some farm kind of ranch shit or whatever. And like, I see a barn and I see some old rusted cars and shit. And like, I can see some street lights and I can see some houses down the way a little bit. And, um, so I go running towards that way and I just smack right into some fucking barbed wire, you know, I can't really see nothing. I mean, I wasn't running full force though, but I mean, I was moving pretty good. Kind of hung myself up in it a little bit. Got anyways, got unhung, crawled under it, fucking crawled across this field. Cause it's kind of open and I don't know, you know, where anybody, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm just crawling and I crawl. And then I get up and I run and I hide behind this little rusted car and I run and I hide behind the barn for a second. And then I'm just like trying to make my way towards where I think some houses might be or somebody might be where I could get a phone or get some kind of assistance and get the fuck out of here. Because at this point, I don't know where the fucking bonfire is. I'm thinking if I could, you know, if I could get back there, I'd be okay. My buddies are there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Mm -hmm. good. 
But um, anyway, so I, I crawl and I run and I crawl and I run and I make it out to this road. And I look down the road one way and I see there's a couple of houses that are close, kind of close to each other, but they're like a good distance from me. Mm-hmm. And there's one house a good distance down the other way. Not quite as far, but I'm thinking the other way, there's two chances. So I run down that way and I'm hauling ass down the side of this road, you know, and I'm just running and I'm running and I, I get to one of these houses and I go and um, the gate's locked so I can't get in. So I, I jumped over the fence and I went up to the door. I knocked on the door, nothing. Knocked on the door a little bit harder, nothing. Knocked on the door harder, still nothing. I said, fuck, man. So I went to go to the next house. Jumped back over the fence, and I went down. Went up to the house, and I started, um, I knocked on the door. Nothing. I knocked on the door. Nothing. And I said, fuck. I go back out to the street, and I look down the way. Well, now I'm even further from that one other house, but, you know, i got to go there. So I run all the way back this way, and I go, and I go, and I get to this other house, and I, I knock on the door, and uh, there's nobody answers. It's, you know, same thing. And I knock on the door, and I'm frantic. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm really freaking out, man. You know, and uh, I, so I go, and I'm just like coming unraveled. You know what I mean? Like as if I wasn't already, but I'm coming more unraveled. I don't know where the fuck I'm at. I don't know where my friends are. It's you know, three in the morning or some shit. I don't know. I don't even know what time it is. And this is, you got to remember, this is, this is at the earlier days of the cell phone. You know, when, well, when more people started having them kind of, mm-hmm. you know, this is it's 2002. Ain't everybody running around with a goddamn cell phone. I didn't have one. And, um, actually I did. My mom had given me one in case of emergencies, but much like today, uh, not much has changed in that respect. Uh, uh, but anyways, so, um, I run back. I, I'm like, fuck it. I said, somebody's going to be in that goddamn one of them other two houses. And if not, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So I run back to the other two houses and I go over to first house's fence again and I go up and I knock on the door, nothing. And I beat on the door and I go around the back. I said, fuck it. I'm going in the back, which, you know, it's country gutter, but it's also Texas. You know what I mean? So that's two bads. Like a motherfucker will shoot you. And when the cops show up, they'll be like, oh, okay. You know, um, here's your medal. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, you know, very, uh, reluctantly I go back there and I knock on the door and I knock on the door harder and nobody answers. I'm like, fuck it. So I go to the next house over and I get there and I knock on the front door. Same thing. Nobody's fucking there. Fuck. So I, I go to go around the back and I say, I'm going to go knock on the back door, you know, and I run around, I go around the back side. And when I get around the side of this house, I see not too far off back behind here. There's some trucks kind of parked in a circle, a smaller one than I had been at the party, but, uh, some tents out and, um, people sitting around a fire and, uh, just a few, not a bunch of people, you know, I don't, 10, 12 people, maybe just mm-hmm. chilling. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. Some people. 
So I run, I, I kind of walk up there, you know, I'm like trying to chill myself out because I know, and I don't want to run up there all like, hey, hey, whoa, look, I just, some shit went down, I stand up, fucking all this shit went down, and I need to call the police and all this stuff, so like I try to kind of like, you know, compose myself a little bit, but it's kind of hard to do, I'm sh- I, I'm visibly shaking, mm-hmm. and um, I go up, and there's this dude, there's a couple of them sitting in some lawn chairs, one of them's got a, a black cowboy hat on, and like like kind of a longer hair and there's another dude uh sitting across anyways and i walk up and um i'm like hey uh look i'm sorry to bother y'all um but i have a little bit of a situation and it's just you know i kind of need to call somebody to you know come help me out and um I, i don't have you know i was like uh does does somebody uh have a, a phone that that, that I, I can use. And I, I guess I wasn't sounding as cool as I just now did because they automatically, they're like, whoa, whoa, Hoss. Look, we we, we trying to have a party over here. And um, it's going to kind of put a kink in things if, if the police show up because you sound like you're trying to call somebody out here. We we don't need no police out here. I, I mean... <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, I, I mean, I'm a cop anyway. I'm like, oh, oh no, shit. I'm like, oh, you a fucking cop too, huh? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, God, you know, whatever. I'm like, look, I just need to use a phone. I'm not calling the police. I just want to call a friend. And he's like, and uh, about this time where I'm interrupted by this other fella sitting there in the lawn chair. And he goes, hold on a minute, Clint. He says, uh, now, this fella... Looks kind of like the dude that Vito and them described to us that attacked him with that knife. Oh, fuck. Fuck. And I'm like, you have got to be shitting me. But I'm like, I'm like, whoa, uh-uh. I said, hold the fuck up right there. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, I said, now that ain't the how it went down. And he, and and, uh, and uh, the other dude, his eyes get kind of big. I guess Clint or whatever his name was with the black cowboy hat on. He's like... He's like, oh shit. He's like, oh yeah, he does kind of look like that dude. And 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 one of them goes, you mean that dude that Vito was offering a thousand dollars for? And I'm, I'm to uh, and I'm like, hold the fuck up. And he's like, he's like, so you you, you just you attacked him? What 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 happened? I said, I said, no no no. I said, look at here. I said they came at me. They attacked me. I said like I'm gonna roll up to a car full of motherfuckers with. Four big dudes in there and some other people and just try to jack them with a goddamn kitchen knife? Does that make any fucking sense to you right now? Does that make any <laughs> sense to you? And he goes, whoa. And Clint's like, well, and the other dude's like, you know, Clint, he's like, uh, I'm kind of believing this guy's story. Uh, you know, I mean, he does. He looks like a scared rabbit, you know? And um, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking scared. I says, look. I just want to use the phone. I'm not calling the police. I just want to call my buddy to come and get me. And the dude's like, look, look, look. I'm telling you, you okay. You in good hands. Fuck that. He's like, look, I'm a cop. And I'm like, show me some ID. I said, I done been through this tonight, you know? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh, well, you know, I don't have my badge on me. Uh, but, you know, I'm like, I'm like, within, you know, show me a badge. And you, you know, you know, well, then he's like, well, I ain't a cop. I'm a this. Look mm-hmm. next step down, and then he's like, "Well, you know, I'm a I'm a security guard." <laughs> well, <laughs> well, finally he's like, "Well, you know what? Look, that's level with you. I'm a park ranger, but I got the jacket in the truck. I can show it to you." So he gets out this jacket, 
And this thing don't even fit me because I'm like, hey, I'm cold. Could I put it on? That's another thing. I've been in, you know, it's cold this night. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, anyways, I'm like, so I go to put this jacket on. It's tight as a motherfucker. This dude's bigger than me. I'm like, bullshit. This is all bullshit, you know? And I'm like, but, 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 but like, so I'm like, but look, so I'm kind of scared because these dudes are like, you know, they've been offered some money to present me. Mm-hmm. So I'm concerned, but I have nobody Fucking else out here. Jab of the hut situation. Here. I know what the fuck. So I'm trying to get this uh, uh, just a phone, and so, but I think somewhere inside of them, you know, like, well, I looked pretty crazy. I'm sure I'm shaking. I'm pretty ruffled. But you have to remember, these people also knew full well, with no doubt, that if provoked, I'm willing and ready. To use deadly force. Yeah. I mean, you know I stabbed some motherfuckers. Don't fuck around with me. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't tell him that. But I'm just like, look, give me your phone. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, but like, you know, he's like, so this dude, he he hands me his phone and shit. And I, I, you know, I got my one call I'm going to make. And it was back in the day when you know numbers. So, and now if I'd ended up without my phone, I needed somebody to call. I'd, I'd just be like, fucked. You know what I'm saying? Or I'd have to call the police. But anyways, I, I, I didn't call the police, but I called my buddy who used to be a cop. He did, he performed different functions in different uh, departments and stuff like that. And uh, just a little backstory on this dude. We'll, uh, for story's sake, we'll call him Rick. Um, Rick had been, at one time, uh, before he became even more of a badass, he was a state trooper. And he, he had earned the nickname Superman. Uh, for his spectacular takedowns, you know, the kind of dude that was diving across the hood of a car and just smoking a motherfucker with an elbow, you know, just bad <laughs> motherfucker, you know. Uh, as a matter of fact, even further backstory, when he was about 15, he had his driver's permit and his grandpa had come to him one day and said, hey, do you want to uh, wanna go try that driver's permit out? I'll ride with you. Yeah, you know, sure. So he gets in and, you know, driving with his grandpa down the road and they're going by a gas station. And his grandpa's like, hey, um, I'm going to get some coffee. Pull into the gas station over here. They pull into the gas station. His grandpa's like, you need anything? No, I'm good. Grandpa gets out, goes into the store. A little while later, not too much later, he comes running back out the store with a cup of coffee in one hand, a gun in the other, and a till full of money in his pants of his bait uh in a belt and runs jumps in the car and says go 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 you know like anyway so this this dude had seen some shit you know he'd been around some crazy (laughs) shit so i I call this dude and i'm like yo rick i'm like this he's like dude you're calling me at this time and i'm like this was my boy, you know what I'm saying? And I knew he would have my back because when he was dealing with some shit, because, you know, when you're a cop in an area where, uh, you know, you're not a cop no more and some shit happened that changed that and whatever anyways, like, um, there's a... Some people may have, like, some ill will towards you because, like, you arrested them at one time, but then now you smoke marijuana or something. or I don't know, different things. <laughs> but uh, he had some beef with this dude that was pretty wild. And uh, I used to go by his house, my buddy's house at night, you know, just strapped just to, you know, check on things. And, and he knew I was like the kind of guy that just, I had his back, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? Like, 
he knew I was that guy and, and I knew he was that dude and I called him and uh, I said Rick I said look I got myself in some some shit I said some 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 shit went down bro I, I said and, and it's bad I'll tell you about it when you get here but I'm okay right now but I don't know that I'm gonna be and I need you to come and get me mm-hmm. and he says well where are you at and um, you know it hadn't dawned on it just then dawned on me you know like I don't know how to tell this dude to get where the fuck I'm at. So I'm like, yo, somebody give me directions to here. And like, they start hemming and hawing and, you know, they don't know. They can't exactly tell me how to get over there and all this shit. So like, I'm getting nowhere with these dudes. And I tell Rick's like, look, dude, find out where you're at and tell me and I will be there. But I can't come to a place I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, okay. So I, I hang up the phone and um, about that time. You know, I'm, I'm going to wait and f- try to wheedle out what I can information-wise and then call him back. Well, about that time, there's a trail that comes out the woods up by the back of their house, and there's some headlights coming out of it, and there's a truck, and I see it, and they see it, and we look, and and they're like, oh, shit, who, who the fuck is it? I'm like, who, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah. they're like, but we don't know. Look, look, man, just calm down, calm down. Uh, look, see the back of that, see that big ass truck over there, jacked up. Go and get in the back of that, in the bed, and just, just lay down. Okay, you're gonna be okay. Look, you're all right. Now, now this dude's trying to act like he's my big brother or something, right? And they go over there. So like, I, I, I don't know who these motherfuckers are coming down the road. So I just run and I go over and I, I climb up. Swing over into the back of this jacked up fucking truck bed, you know, big old fucking stupid jacked up high. Well, I'm squatting down in there and I can, I can kind of see through the windows of it, this truck coming and it pulls up next to where they're at, them dudes that I was talking to. And they talk for a second and I, and I look and I, and I see this motherfucker reaches his hand out his finger and points to where I'm at. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck. So I just went up, laid down flat on the top of the, I mean, I just rolled over the side. So none of me was sticking up. I just rolled over the side of this truck. And I mean, I didn't do nothing to break my fall. And I mean, I'm talking, it was, that the back of that, the top of the back of that truck was at least as tall as I am. And mm-hmm. I mean, I just hit the dirt, just boom. And I mean, but it didn't phase me, you know, like I just, I'm so jacked up on adrenaline and I crawled around and I crawled around this other car and around another car. It was like some old bondoed out fucking raggedy mm-hmm. ass redneck Trans Am or some shit. And I crawl up by the front of it and I peer over and these motherfuckers in this truck have pulled up to where I was and they have what looks like a gun. And they're leaning out the window, looking into the bed of the truck where I had just been. And um, I was like, oh, shit, man. Well, I jump up and I run. I kind of get in between. I get a bush, a big-ass bush kind of in between where their side of view would be. And I just try to run ahead of that. And I break for the woods, man. Just broke out. And I get back to the woods. And then I'm just running through running running through the woods you know and running into thorns and all this shit man i already from that shit before where i hit them thorns i had this rowdy ass fucking 
fucking hole in my stomach. You know what I mean? I had, mm-hmm. scar, I had a couple scars there where them thorns had hit me for, for a few years after that. Anyways, I'm just winding through these woods and winding through these woods. And I'm, I'm just, I don't know where the fuck I'm at, you know? And I don't know what to do. And, I'm, you know, I burrowed down again and just hid and thought what to do, what to do. I said, well, yeah, I got to get the fuck out of here. Anyways, I started running again. I'd gone far enough through the woods, but I hadn't, that I figured I should have made it back to my car, but I didn't see no opening like that or no place where cars would be parked or none of that. Mm -hmm. And so I just cut back into the woods and I just kept walking through the woods. And I come out and I'm, I'm back out by the road. I see that road again and I go across this field and I crawl and I, I get back out to this road and I look and those houses that I had gone to previously, they're further, I'm further past where they are, you know? And, um, I look and there was that one house that had been way down the end from those that I thought that's just so far I'm not going. And I was pretty close to that house now. And I thought, so I start heading to this house, and as I get up there, um, closer, I I, uh, I kind of realize pretty quick there's a lot of traffic going on here. I mean, a lot of traffic, and uh, there's just people just in and out, in and out. I'm talking just like I'm like, okay, well, this is obviously a crack house, mm-hmm. house whatever. But I, like, I don't give a fuck. So I go up to the back door. Past the customers and shit. I mean, I'm talking, there was three cars in the driveway at any one time and none of them were there for more than a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking, I'm not, I'm like, I'm serious. Like, they was rolling in and it was rolling out with it. And um, I get to this, back of this house and I knock on the door and this, this younger black dude comes to the door and he's like, yo, what's up, man? And I'm like, look, man, I, I need to use a phone. I just need to call a buddy of mine or something to come pick me up. And this dude doesn't know me from Adam. Mm-hmm. He seems a little bit hesitant at first, but he's like, well, hold on, man. Look, you, you look like you can use some help. So I, I, I'm going to go get the phone. I'll be back. So he goes and gets a portable phone. He brings it to me and it don't work. The batteries are dead in it or whatever. So I'm like, look, man, I just really need to use a phone. And he's like, well, look, man, uh, there's some people. He said, hold on a second. So he goes back in the house and then he comes back to the door and he goes, look, man, you can come in. We got a phone in the kitchen you can use. So I go in there, and uh, it's pretty much a flop house in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the deal. Yeah. Anyway, so I go in, and I go back to the kitchen and get the phone. I call my buddy Rick, and uh, I, I, this dude, I got he, you know, between him doing business and dealing all this other shit, he was telling me kind of like, well, where are you kind of coming from? How you get how to get there? And I told Rick, I was able to tell Rick how to get there, and then he even talked to him. And, you know, gave him more directions. We got off the phone with him. Now, where he's living at is over, it's near a 45-minute drive from where I'm at. And, um, but I'm telling you, he was there inside of 15 minutes, it seems. Like, he was fucking, he must have been getting it. (laughs) And I told him, you know, whenever he came, I said, look, bring, bring your gun. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay. So anyway, he shows up. I'm in the driveway, and, and like I'm like, this does not look good, you know. Traffic just coming in and out, and he pulls up in there, and he's looking at me all wide eyed and kind of angry looking, and he's like, I open the door, and he's like, 
What in the fuck are you on right now? And if you brought me out here to get me involved in some shit that we do not need to be involved in, I, he's like, what are you on? I'm like, look, bro, I'm like, I just, I'm just, I'm just freaking out. I'm not on anything. And he's like, you think I don't know what the fuck this is? You're at a dope house. They. Here, I know it. And he's like, and you're over here shaking, looking all lit up, and you telling me you expect me to believe you're not on nothing. I'm like, no. So I get in the truck. I'm like, look, let's just get out of here. So. We go out, and I said, "Look, we just, I just want, I just need to find my car, and then I, I want to get out of here. I just want to go." And he's like, "All right, well, where's your car at? You know?" And um, and anyway, we drive around for a little bit, and I mean, for a little while, fifteen minutes or so, we drove around, just couldn't find it, couldn't find it, and finally, you know, we go past this little open in the break in the woods, and he's like, "Well, let's go in here," and he pulls in and pulls up, and he ain't go far, and he looks over. And he looks back at me and his mouth drops open and his eyes get narrowed down a little bit. And he looks at me and he ain't none too happy with me looking. And he's like, do you realize your car is uh, about a hundred yards through the woods from the crack house that I just picked you up from? <laughs> it's like, do you want to tell me what is really going on here? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, look. I'll explain it all later, but it ain't nothing like unless some shit went down. I'll tell you about it later. And he's like, all right. I was like, you got your gun? He's like, yeah, I got my gun. He's like, uh, look, look. I was like, well, you know, be looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm freaking out. So yeah, I go, I run yeah. And he's like, well, what are you going to do when you get in your car? I said, well, he said, you going home? I said, no, I ain't going. I ain't going home. I said, I don't know where I'm going to go. And he's like, all right. He's like, um, well, let me know, uh, you know tomorrow or something let me know later when you you know whatever and he's like i'm gonna go back home so we pulled out and we kind of drove together for a while and then we parted ways and he headed back towards conroe and i headed back in towards into houston and um i'm thinking you know i just i didn't i wasn't ready to go home and i was just like i does i don't know i just i'm kind of shaky and just i needed to go to some place that was a little bit closer i mean it's not too far away from where i, I was my, my i had a real good buddy of mine lived um i'm a buddy chris and uh you know this is good buddy you know what i mean like and, and uh it, and, and backstory on this dude would like uh he had you know this dude had a silver tongue you know what i mean he could just he's the kind of guy and, and you know and charismatic and handsome and everything and just no homo but he just he could like he could have talked a possum out of a tree and at the same time, probably like sell a used pocket pussy to a eunuch or something. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> you know, just, and, and on more than one occasion, this dude had come out of the bar after I had been arrested for some kind of altercation. Oh, uh, so anyways, I just, um, I stayed, I crashed there for the night and, um, I didn't really sleep. I just laid there, laid there on the couch mm -hmm. and, um, morning came and I said, okay. I said, uh, I, you know, all these things are going through my mind. I'm worried about like, you know, did one of these dudes die? You know, what's their story? What are they saying? Like, what's going to come back on me? And I'm thinking there's that knife that's out in the woods, you know, on this trail. And I'm like, you know, maybe I should go get that, you know? And, 
And really, you don't return to the crime scene. But it wasn't a crime scene. It was self-defense. But you know what I mean? If somebody had been trying to say I had just attacked somebody, which sounds like that's what they were saying because that's what they had told these other people. So I'm thinking if they went to the hospital, which they probably had to, they told somebody some bullshit story and they maybe, you know, anyways, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to get this knife. So I drive back to my house and I drive back out to this place, you know, where I'd been the night before. And I got a rifle on my shoulder and two guns in my pants. And I, and I walked down, you know, and um, I walked down this path. And I just, you know, and it, lo and behold, I actually came across this thing. And it was in two pieces. And, you know, I thought I had had a little nub on it, but I didn't. There wasn't a little nub left on it. It, would, it had broke clean off from the handle when it broke. And um, I... Uh, I looked around there and it was in the sand, but there had been so much traffic and so much sand pushed over this thing and then back off like it had had been sandblasted. It was shiny like it had just come out of a box. I mean, like it had been polished, Mm -hmm. you know, and but I I was like, okay, well, whatever. I picked it up, put it in my pocket and I made my way back out the woods and I got to my car and left and went back over to my buddy's Chris's house and he was up and moving around at this point and I was like, say, man, I... You know, I told him the full thing of what had happened. And he was like, Jesus Christ, dude. He's like, that's crazy. And I said, well, look here. This is this is the knife, you know. And I was like, I, I kind of want to keep it. But I kind of don't. Because, um, like, you know, what if they come asking questions and I got it. And just anyways, would you hold on to it for me? He's like, yeah, man. And he brings out this Crown Royal bag and he puts it in the bag. And he says, I'll hold on to it for you. And he had some other momentums in there of some crazy shit that had happened. And he's like shows me a couple of them and he's like i keep stuff like this in this bag and so anyways <laughs> this isn't the first time years years go by and um but uh anyway so like uh a- after that like uh you know um let's see um yeah i, I just it was many many years later actually um he, my buddy, my good buddy, uh, Chris, he, he died in a car wreck and, um, uh, just, I was just dev. It was, he was like really, I had known this dude for like, since we were like 13 and you know what I mean? Like we was just really, really close. And like, anyways, um, I went to the funeral and, um, I hadn't gone in to see him yet, you know, the body. And I just was kind of chilling in the lobby and I just couldn't, I was scared. I was going to just break down when I got in there and, uh, his little brother saw me in there, Chris's little brother. And he, he came over and, uh, he, he, you know, he's like, you, you gone in yet? And I was like, nah, man. He's like, come on. So he takes me in there and we're standing by the coffin and I'm going to get in there. I look and on his chest, he had that crown royal bag and um, mm-hmm. i was like is that what i think it is and he goes yeah he goes uh his knife's in there your knife's in there and some other things you know whatever there's some little momentums of crazy shit that had happened and i was like man i was like uh anyways i was like you think i could you know get that back <laughs> and he was like <laughs> he was like Unless y'all are burying it with him. And he's like, no, but uh, I'm going to keep it. And I was like, okay. And um, anyways, so, um, yeah. Damn. Damn. (laughs) 
That shit is cray, dog. Oh, I didn't sleep for for nights after that. Oh, I bet, I'm dude. sure. I, I was still slowly unraveling and 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 just the, the paranoia and just being uncomfortable around people and like in my mm-hmm. mind, even in this massive world, I was gonna go somewhere and run into those people, you know, and they were gonna see or me. somebody they knew or something. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, but you never heard anything else about it. And they were gonna see me before I saw them, but no, no, I never did. And, That's um, why. But uh, and I finally told my mom about it one uh, after a few days. I just I just was just couldn't sleep, and I was having all these different mm-hmm. emotions, or like guilt, and then anger, and then like I wish I had had a better knife, and I would rip their entrails out and wrap them around their neck, and then like man, did I really have to do what I did? And just like the whole right. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up talking to my mom about it, and she was like, "Well, you know what." You, we ought to just be thankful to God yep. that you didn't have You're your alive. Gun, that you didn't have your gun that night like you usually do. Yeah. And I was like, how do you know that? And she's like, I know. But yeah. right. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Uh, mom- That's crazy. <laughs> Woo! So... Uh, yeah, and but before that, like, actually, before I had gone to Chris's house, I remember I, I had gone to um, Tim and Gary's house because I was their ride and I had left them, you know, oh, in the yeah, woods. I like I was the ride, Tim and, Gary. <laughs> and so I go back to their place and I went and I, their stepdad answers the door and I'm like, hey, look, and I had to leave and some shit went down and he's like, oh, okay, damn, so. I didn't tell him the whole story, but I just, you know, told him we'd gotten separated. I'd had ended up in some altercation shit and whatever. And I laid on, he's like, yeah, just lay down, you know, make yourself at home till they get here. And I laid there and those motherfuckers didn't come in until like 11 o'clock, like in the afternoon or some <laughs> shit the next day. Now, I mean, I showed up at their house like around six or something in the morning. Anyways, they finally get there and I, um, I start to tell, I'm like, start to tell them my story and they're like, no way. They're like, dude, we talked to those dudes. And I'm like, really? And they're like, I'm like, how many of them were there? And he's like, there were three. I was like, "Mm, there were four earlier. So I'm like, you know, but, you know, it makes sense that one of them would be at the hospital. And he was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, they were like, uh, one of them had a nasty cut from his ear all the way down his face to the top of his neck. Oh shit! And um, he, they said it was to the bone, and it was hideous looking. And this dude was right. They they really were looking for somebody to kill, and was offering oh, yeah. to just anybody going by it for information on me or whatever. That's just craziness. But that's um, fucking wild, dude. Anyway, uh, they kind of shied away from me a little bit after that. They kind of started acting a little bit weird, actually. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> go figure. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we got a jet. Sunrise, All right, congregation. Sunrise, sunrise. Another one in. for the books, Dirty. Yeah, take that in. Thank you, Dirty. Sunrise, sunset. You wake up and you undress. It always is the same. The sunrise and the sunsets. You're lying while you confess. Keep trying to explain. The sunrise and the sunsets You realize then you forget What you've been trying to retain 
So, that's quite a tale. It's the tale of all tales. It's the tale of tall tales. Um, it was so nerve-wracking to be right next to him. I wish I, I should have. We should have made that one a YouTube one. He's Dude. walking all over the place. I'm having to, like, his microphone etiquette made me want to choke him out, though. It's so <laughs> annoying because he'd be like, but it's so good for in-person storytelling it is yeah he he's got it down like uh, he uh, he is a man out of time like he would fit back in the day when there were you know the elders passed down their stories via oral tradition show i dude after listening to that when we originally recorded it i couldn't sleep for like an hour and a half too jacked up I was too jacked, bro. You, know, <clears throat> you want to hear the funniest story of all? Is when yeah. I texted Dirty. I'm probably told you, but I, when I texted Dirty, I was like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna do part four. And he was like, "I mean, okay." He called me. He's like, "I mean, okay," but like, I don't have anything to talk about. And I was like, "Dirty." So <laughs> I sent him a, I sent him a freaking paragraph of stuff, and he was like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, okay, you're right." That's so funny. It's like, dude, we you, we could literally do like a a dirty mic podcast and just for oh, sure. years yeah. and years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So okay, whose idea, <clears throat> whose bright idea was it to leave fake money as a tract? God, I hate you so much. Like, dude, it's a double whammy as a as, as a tip. A tip. Oh my lord! Who like that must have been Satan? Did I tell you about somebody coming up and giving me a track the other day? No. So I was meditating. Were they uh, attractive? No, no. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, you, whatever. You're up to be a dad. I'm re- yeah, I'm dude. <laughs> so uh, I was. I went. I used to when I was a gainfully employed go down to this uh park salty i know and sit and meditate at lunch for 20 minutes right and i had like and i was just and i opened my well, eyes maybe if you spent more time working could be could be so um okay yeah. down there the other day and i opened my eyes i have my headphones in because i listen to like music or whatever are they buds or like headphones buds. Okay. no buds. i'm not about the like big headphones well yeah i'm just trying to get a gauge if somebody could have like not seen the headphones or not oh no they saw the headphones because okay. i opened my eyes and i even had sunglasses on so i don't know if they saw that my eyes were closed but it felt like they were waiting almost and then they came up to me and handed me a track and i started reading it um, still headphones, still, and they didn't. They didn't say a word to me, right? Headphones in, handed me this track. I'm reading it, and it's just like first thing is all. You are going to hell. <laughs> what? Do, what? Like regardless of who even, you are, you reading this going to hell. You don't even know me like that. So then it was like the five steps to getting saved or whatever. And oh, nice. and 
but it told me I was going to, and I took out my headphones and I was like, Hey, um, does this work for you? Like, has anyone ever in the history of time been like, Oh my God, you're right. Nobody's ever told yeah, me I'm going sir, to help. Sir, <laughs> please save me here on the battery. Um, <laughs> God, Lord, they're like, yo, He said yes? No, they didn't say that. They said people come to our church because of them. And two, tons of people get saved. Not them, not that they have saved. Okay. He went real vague with it. It It's two ladies. And tons of people get saved because it's the word of God in there. Quote, unquote, it's the word of God in there. That's the belief they're banking on. The whole... I was like, listen, I'm a Christian. And, she didn't uh, believe and, you. No, I don't think that they did. They're like, uh-huh, okay. And I was I, like, man, that pisses me off. And I was all, listen, I don't, what did I say? Something along the lines of, I really think it's better to have a relationship with people before you tell them that they're going to hell. And, no. and they were like, nah, no. fuck you. <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> uh, and then I like, and then I just, and then we were done. We were done for the afternoon. That's good, dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, so once again, John is unemployed. So consider joining our Patreon. Um, what else? Oh yeah, send us an email. Um, we're running low on sizes of the t-shirts, but we still got uh, we still got some. Woo woo! Those um, t-shirts are fire. Oh well. yeah, and tune in next week for our. I don't know if it's our first, but our first celebrity, technically, Bob Forrest from Celebrity the first Rehab. Person that's been on TV. Yeah, and you know, got the guitarist of the Chili Peppers sober personally. So that's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Uh, it's it's fu- it's fun too. So, tune in, and uh, if you want to give a love offering to John, he needs it. His <laughs> children are currently one of them is eating the other. Uh, the battle for dominance is how they used to do it in the old times. It's true. Okay. <laughs>